your people are safe. When he returns, I will be here, waiting. Next time, you can wait alone. Your unthinking vengeance nearly destroyed all of us. You don't understand, any of you! Don't you know what he is? Don't you know what he'll do? Easy, sugar. There's nothing more to be done right Stay now. Stay away! I thought you understood. I won't rest until Apocalypse is destroyed. Or I am. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Gospel X, the Gospel According to the X-Men. My name is Jonathan, and this is my pal, Henry, and we're just so glad that you can join us today as we take a look at X-Men, the animated series in the 1990s. And unfortunately, we realized that uh, we went out of sync and out of order from how it was written. But... As we are all Christians, I'm sure you can forgive us. So, <laughs> all right. So the episode that we're about to embark on, Henry, you got to help me. So what was this season and what's the episode? It's season three still, right? Oh, yeah. We are season three. Chronologically, the, this is the aired episode, episode 10. Episode 10, entitled Obsession. Obsession, where we have this character named Archangel completely obsessed to destroy Apocalypse. For making him blue. <laughs> making him evil. Okay. Making him, making him evil. I evil. think when somebody turns your skin permanently blue, I think that's also a bad thing as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty bad. But I, I'd say that, you know, he's still alive. He doesn't have it the worst. The worst, yeah. The yeah, worst, yeah. right? But let's just talk a little bit about this episode. Yeah, go for it. How about you kick us off? How um, previously, you know, uh, Apocalypse had captured Archangel and turned him into one of his four horsemen. Words mm -hmm. Rogue did a little bit of the absorby absorby stuff and then turned him kind of good again. Mm -hmm. Some of the evil. But now Archangel, as the title of this episode is Obsession. He is completely obsessed with uh, destroying Apocalypse. Apocalypse took away, in his mind, took away his life, took away his humanity, um, ruined his, his life, and Archangel has made it his life goal to um, utterly destroy Apocalypse in any way he can. You know, he goes and does a lot of research, finds a little bit of evidence. Mm -hmm. Apocalypse has a weak point because up to this point, he, it's been kind of, uh, it's been hinted that Apocalypse is indestructible. Mm -hmm. Out there, he rampages, the X-Men come and, and, and save him. They, they, they go find the, uh, the ship that Apocalypse uses as uh, his base, and they, they fight there. Um, one interesting scene uh, I want to point out is when Beast and the ship manage <laughs> to trap Apocalypse yeah. in the prison, right? Yeah prison and apocalypse is going to be trapped there forever he's unable to escape and what does the archangel do he doesn't care he doesn't care that apocalypse is going to be trapped forever no he has to be dead oh yeah so he goes and he <laughs> goes and shoots at the computer to try to drop the force field that apocalypse is trapped in to get at him and it just goes to show that when you are so obsessed with um with destroying your enemy mm -hmm. matter 
um, anybody else's well-being, anybody else's um, thoughts, anybody else's feelings, their opinions. It's either your way or the highway. Or their livelihood, right? It could be endangering people's livelihood with your obsession. Yeah, it's endangering people with your livelihood. Eventually, uh, the ship ends up shooting Apocalypse out into space. He's, they, the ship just, just sacrifices itself. Hank McCoy is very sad, you know? Yeah, first time they met, they dated the first once. Time they met, <laughs> it seems like they were like the closest friends ever. Yeah, no kidding. It's like the closest thing to becoming a girlfriend or something. Yeah, to Hank McCoy. But hey. <laughs> the blind girl too, you know? Um, oh yeah, right, I remember that. Yeah, Yeah. okay, but anyway. Right, so, okay, so <laughs> the ship and then uh, the last line Archangel says is, you don't understand nobody understands i have to do this and he just goes flies off on his own waiting for apocalypse to come back so that he can get his revenge yeah and then it's interesting how you know uh he could care less about the livelihoods of well the x-men who are saving him right he couldn't he could care less of uh, the livelihoods of the entire world apparently <laughs> he just wants to yeah he's just obsessed to destroy apocalypse uh, and throughout that to whole lash episode. out to destroy to lash out and to destroy indiscriminately so, indiscriminately and uh, you know before we were preparing this episode just before you guys joined us uh, we were actually chatting about uh, henry actually brought up a good question do we see obsession today and uh, we ended up talking about current uh, events current events of what's happening in the states right now with the recent shooting of jake blake was it or in wisconsin yeah, in Kenosha. Yeah, Kenosha, Wisconsin. He was shot in the back a few times by a, a policeman. And then, uh, of course, riots happened because Jake Blake is uh, black. And uh, quickly, um, you know, this protest happened and violence erupted. And you have a white teenager that shot two people to death or something like that. Um, looting, you know, the, the typical story again. Uh, I, I don't want to, um, you know, uh, like bring it, bring it down to a level of, you know, here we go again, but really it is here we go again, right? Here we uh, go again. Grocery Ooh. stores being looted, people's businesses, family businesses being ruined. Cars and of being course, set on fire. Cars being set, and also COVID is not even gone yet, <laughs> right? COVID hasn't even disappeared yet. And so people are still reeling from that. Um, and then we have NHL games canceled, NBA games canceled because, um, you know, well, actually, it's interesting, right? The NBA games canceled because the players decided, but then the NHL got pressured by the media to actually cancel. And so that was an interesting. So what do you think? What's your thoughts on that? I think that... Uh, is that obsession? Uh, there, there is an obsession here. I mean, there is a perceived kind of, kind of systemic oppression that one group feels like another group is, is dealing with, and they're just lashing out indiscriminately um i mean what's the proper response to this to to any shooting right you know you have to go and examine all the facts you have to go and see hey what is it exactly what's going on and come to a reasonable conclusion if he did so if the police officer did something wrong he should be punished for it mm -hmm. right but you shouldn't just go off on your own tangent just using your emotions and going to lash out at everything around you. Looting businesses is not okay. Burning cars is not okay. 
causing riots is not okay. You know, injuring other people, shooting up other people, that's not okay. And yet, uh, you know, this is the same type of mentality that we saw in this X-Men episode, that indiscriminate obsession with lashing out and trying to destroy your enemy. You know, that's kind of what we're seeing all over the media right now. Yeah, it seems like a, uh, the whole idea of justice, um, you're innocent until proven guilty, is now skipped over due to obsession. Um, like, I understand, I think you and I both agree that, you know, the previous protests, the previous movements earlier on was due to the fact that uh, there was no justice, that the, um, the people who did this shooting, that the people who get, who, uh, you know, the perpetrators, the policemen were not put on trial and they were, and, uh, there was no disciplinary action that equated their, um, well, their, of what they did. But here in this story, there was not even no space for that. There was just one day and then the next day. And, uh, and I think this is where you're getting at is that uh, people have now become obsessed with this. There are groups of people that are obsessed with this, that it doesn't even matter whether there needs to be dialogue. There's no dialogue anymore. It goes from one point, like cause and then response. At this point, it's, Anytime anyone who is white shoots anyone who is black, it is now becoming a Black Lives Matter. The context doesn't matter anymore. Right? Yeah, context doesn't matter anymore. Context doesn't matter anymore, regardless of the situation or those particular circumstances, as long as a white person is shooting a black person. Um, the obsession is, is that this is another example of that uh, systemic kind of oppression that one group is 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 um, putting onto another group. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's almost like uh, you know to lighten the the issue a little bit. It's like uh, uh, what's her, what's her name? Something Williams, the the tennis player, Serena, Serena Williams. Williams. Remember her going on that tirade when um, you know like uh, against the umpire, and then she immediately. <laughs> went to say that you are racist and sexist pulls the race card pulls out the race card pulls out the sexist card what is it the her opponent was a japanese, japanese. i yeah. mean like come like uh are you uh, hard against your opponent who's also of a minority race? yeah yeah and then when during that interview she goes yeah i'm fighting for uh women's rights and black rights you know all that stuff <laughs> it's like i'm like wait a minute all that stuff so you're just pulling out whatever car you can in order to justify your actions it's like mm -hmm. so i mean it, when you're when there's a particular ideology right now that's you know so popular and the popular ideology is that um that you know minority or or, or kind of ideas or people are being oppressed then it's very easy to tap into the group emotional kind of um, construct there. You know, the moment that you bring up that and then there's this whole upswelling of emotion. And even though people don't, uh, if the facts don't line up, the people are so, are so triggered by it, right? Yep. The obsession is so, so high that uh, they're just gonna go and, and lash out along with them. Yeah, and we have that too here, uh, you know, in Vancouver where, you know, we had that street preacher, right? Yeah. yeah, he broke like, some guy's leg. <laughs> broke some like, guy's leg. What is going on? Yeah, what is going on? And it's like, uh, you know, the street preacher would say, you're, you're going against my religious freedoms. 
And then the, of course, the guy uh, who's a staff member at News 1130, of course, is you're, you're going against LGBTQ, you know, and it's only bang. <laughs> it's like, uh, like it's just escalated. You can have a dialogue, right? Yeah. I mean, people, that's how, um, that's how you go and um, go about these kind of things. So two obsessions hitting yeah. head on. And then turning into violence. Turning into violence. You know, I think we can all agree that no matter what people are obsessed with or they feel like any kind of injustice has been done, you know, violence is not the answer. No. And uh, the answer. so just to bring in I guess, some um, theological or gospel yeah. principle behind this is that, you know, Henry and I are not, for those who are listening and probably getting triggered as we speak, <laughs> and uh, um, it's, uh, we're not against protests. We're not against, uh, uh, you know, action against injustice. Uh, what we're trying to tell, say is that there are groups of people that are so obsessed that they neglect the fact of, of the overall flourishing of everyone, of the, uh, the overall livelihoods of everyone and the safety of everyone. Like we're in COVID right now and there are many businesses that are struggling. Um, there are ways to do things, protest, and there's a ways to protest in a way that is not to destroy people's livelihoods. You agree? It's, yeah. our, it's because of our obsessions that we become obsessed that we neglect the fact of loving our neighbor. So just to bring in some passages, like in 1 Peter chapter 4, uh, you know, he even says that for, to like, instructs Christians, hey, you know what? Don't be known as an asshole, <laughs> right? Like, you know, His like, exact words, right? Yeah, well, I paraphrase, but yeah, don't be known <laughs> as an asshole. Don't be famous as an asshole, right? Like you don't want to be an asshole that, and everyone knows you because you're an ass, right? Like, no, you're supposed to uh, be uh, known as a loving person, as a Christian who do good works, not as a Christian who is an ass, <laughs> okay? And so, therefore, um, just, uh, and it's because he's talking to people that are very pious, who is very obsessed in telling people that they're sinners and they're, you know, just like the street preacher, right? And so Peter says, don't do that. That's totally not Christ-like. And uh, what we are here for is to be known as people of good works and good deeds and and the encouraging words to give other people encouragement so that they can come to know Jesus on their own through our good deeds. And so um, totally, uh, what do you call it? Diffuse the obsession of our tendencies, obsessive tendencies. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so that's it from me. And anything you want to add? No, other than the whole fact that, you know, like this, you know, as we move on to the X-Men series, you know, we're going to, it's going to be, it's going to seem a little bit out of order, but that's because the up, uh, upcoming seasons, the, there's a lot of chronological order stuff that goes on. So we're going to go and put it into the order that the writers intended, just so that you don't get um, different episodes mixed in. Yeah. Know? So if you're watching your episodes on Disney Plus, that's not chronological order. <laughs> so, uh, so Stay tuned for our next episode, but till then, have a blessed week.